Hello everyone, I am Goose. I am one of the co-creators of COJ Roleplaying, and I'd like to take some time to thank you for listening. Please keep in mind that this is our first time podcasting, and we do know that our sound quality isn't all that great. But rest assured, we do get better as the time goes on. So please sit back and enjoy COJ Roleplaying, and I hope to hear from you soon. We are live. Starting recording. Perfect. Now we are live. <laughs> Perfect. Hello and welcome to COJ Roleplaying. I am your host, Goose Goosey, and will be your GM for the night. Today I have with me Steve LeBreton. Hello. Michael Mason. Hola. Graham Brown. Rock on. And Mark Russell. Hello. We are a group of friends that have been role-playing for many years and uh, decided that we wanted to throw a podcast together. Uh, today, we're going to be going off and starting to play uh, Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. With that being said, let's introduce our characters, starting with Steve. Uh, my character is named Gideon Pace. Uh, a, uh, we're giving... Uh, Race and class and all that crap? Uh, just a brief description. Brief description? Yep. Okay, uh, he stands about six foot tall. He's fairly skinny. Uh, he's, uh, currently wearing a black cloak and fine traveling clothes. He has a quarter staff, and his face is hidden behind a white mask with three black wavy lines underneath the right eye and that's that all right michael mason all right i will be playing elias lucas he's a minor noble wears fine clothes carries on his back a short bow a rapier at his side and hidden somewhere in the folds of his nice clothes is a pair of daggers he has traveled to the city and he was looking for a place to settle down. Well, at least that was his original intent. I think things may have changed a little. All right, Graham Brown. All right, my character is a half-orc cleric named Feng. Uh, he wears, you know, cleric robes, carries a mace and a crossbow, stands about five foot ten, medium build, and uh, worships the god Ilmater, the god of endurance. Perfect. And Mark Russell. I have uh, Null Free, the Mountain Dwarf Gladiator. He's uh, dressed in common clothes and chainmail. He's got a crossbow, rapier, and a longbow. And he uh, loves attention, loves to fight, loves to the glory he gets for it. And so he's looking for a, a party to adventure with to get more glory or uh, another ring to fight in. Perfect. So... Are we all ready to get going? Yes. Awesome. So let's start it up. Scene opens up in a room dimly lit by candles on the walls. The room, what looks like to have five stone altars amongst it, with five individuals lying upon them. Slowly, they wake up. Elias. Yes. Go. <laughs> I wake up on this uh, altar. Do I know how I got here? You are confused, not knowing where you are, how you got here. All you know is your name and what you are. 
Okay. First thing I'm going to do is check that I have my stuff on me. Uh, you are wearing what looks like to be just robes. Just robes. And it's dimly lit, so I can see the other individuals that are there? Correct. Alright. Uh, Elias will will roll off of the altar that he's on, and he's going to try to hide himself in the shadows and observe the other people that are around him. Uh, what's your passive perception? Passive perception is... 16. Alright. As you're looking around, you notice the four other individuals lying down. Three of them wearing robes. One of them is what looks like to be cut up with fresh wounds and old wounds. Cut up with fresh wounds and old wounds. Yeah. All right. Um, am I able to make the roll for stealth, or do I need to? Uh, it appears that you are the only one in here. Other than the other individuals, right? Other than the other individuals that are lying on the altars, yes. Right. So he's trying to hide. So if they look around, they're not going to spot him. All right. We'll roll it then. Okay. 12 plus 5 would be a 17. All right. Gideon slowly wakes up. All right. Uh, Sit up and look around. Uh, passive perception is 13. All right. You notice that there is a empty slab. Two of the three other individuals on three other slabs. Okay. One of them looks like he's been cut up something fierce with old and fresh wounds. I'm going to go take a look at the individuals that are not cut up and see if they look like they're injured in any way. Uh, you see a half-orc and a dwarf. Half-orc and a dwarf. Yep. Uh, by first glances, you don't see them wounded uh, at all, except for a cut behind the left ear. On both of them? On both of them. I'm going to reach behind my left ear. You seem to have a similar cut. Interesting. Uh, is there any writing of any sort on any of the surfaces, like runes or anything carved none. into the altars? Uh, nothing that you can see. Doors? One door. North end of the room. Okay. Um, uh, what time of day was it when I last remember? You don't. I have no recollection before. You do not recollection. Nope. You do not recollect anything except for opening your eyes, seeing the altars, remembering your name and who you are. Well, basically who you are. Okay. I'm going to pull a small book out of my uh, pack and start making notes. You don't have a pack. I don't have my pack. You don't have have your pack. You're, You're wearing a robe. I'm wearing a robe. Okay. Is my mask in place, or is my mask not in place? Your mask is in place. Okay. If my mask was not in place, I would have to describe my face. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, you do see a lump of equipment in a corner. Elias also sees it. 
I'm going to head over to the uh, pile of equipment because there is things in there that if it's mine, I need it. Screw the unconscious people. I need some new stuff. All right. Elias will watch what he's doing. And once he moves away from that pile of equipment after sorting through what he's got, Elias is going to sneak over and see if he can find anything that looks like it belongs to him. Um, yeah, uh, Gideon, Gideon appears as though, like, as soon as he notices his usual things aren't with him, he appears to be hurrying over to the uh, mm-hmm. pile of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, as he moves away, you need to roll another stealth check, please. And me? Yes, okay. you, sir. Elias. Eight plus five would be a thirteen. All right. Uh, what was Elias's or uh, Gideon's passive? Thirteen. Elias sees a glimmer of movement out of the corner uh, of his eye. You mean Gideon does? Gideon does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll glance over to the direction I saw the movement, I'm still moving towards the the things, mm-hmm. but... No, this was after you grabbed the stuff. I said I was... Yeah, this is after you grabbed your equipment. Oh, so my stuff was there? Yes. Okay, as soon, as soon as I get my... You, uh, Elias will see getting rummaging through the pile of things, and he finds mm-hmm. a couple of books and kind of like sinks to his knees and hugs them to his chest and whispers... Thank God. And now I'm going to get back and move back towards the uh, uh, altars and say, if there's somebody out there, uh, you can make yourself known. From the darkness as he's grabbing his gear from the uh, pile of stuff, he'll be like, who are you? The name's Gideon. How did we get here? Your guess is as good as mine. Okay. Um, I'm going to move to... Uh, investigate the gentleman that is all cut up and all right. uh, kind of wave towards the two on the uh, mm. altars and say perhaps if we wake them up they might know more uh, also do you have a cut behind your left ear Elias will check yes yes oh shit Elias is going to grab his gear he's going to go back behind his altar and in the shadows kind of hidden as best he can. He's going to change into his armor and situate everything as he normally would under his uh, fine clothes. All right, roll your stealth on that as well. Uh, Gideon, roll your investigation. 22. No free, you have waken up, sir. I got Mm. 23. Okay. Elias is hidden. And I have investigated. And you have investigated. <laughs> no free. We could go. Uh, like, yep. All right. What is your passive perception? The 11. Okay. You see some altars. One guy looking over another individual that is on one of the altars. And one guy lying down still on one of the altars. The uh, the guy looking over the guy near me? Yep. All right. I'll go, hey, what'd you do to me? 
Why am I here? To Gideon. <laughs> Gideon kind of just glances over his shoulder and says, uh, I don't know how we got here or why we are here. Uh, the name is Gideon, by the way. I woke up a few minutes ago just like you did. Um, if you're looking for your stuff, I believe it might be in that corner. Stuff? I'll head over to the corner to pick it up. Alrighty. Sorry, Graham. I forgot your name. Fang. F-E-N-G. Fang? Slowly wakes up. Uh, you notice three empty altars. You are lying on one. And the individual that looks like he's all cut up with fresh and old wounds is lying on another. There is a character overlooking this individual, while another individual that looks like a dwarf is in the corner rummaging through what looks like to be gear. How big is the room? Roughly about 50 by 50. High ceiling? 25 foot-ish. So it's pretty big. Um, All stone? Or is it like a dirt floor or anything like that? All stone, one door. Bars on the door or or window or anything? Solid door. Solid. Um, All right. Uh, I will get up and uh, look around here. Uh, I hope you don't make me roll anything. I don't know what to do. Uh, your passive uh, perception is whatever your perception skill is plus 10. 11. Okay. So you see candles on the wall, lightly or dimly lit. Like I said, there is a individual looking over the guy that's all beat up, cut up. There's a guy rummaging what looks like to be personal gear. All right. You uh, are dressed in robes. Which isn't too different from normal, but... Not your, not, not your robes. Yeah, I assume it's not mine. Okay. Um, I will say hello and say, hey, what's going on? <laughs> it appears as though nobody knows why we're here. We all woken up recently. My name is Gideon. Everybody else is very rude and has not introduced themselves. I will introduce myself as, as best as I can with what I can remember. Well, you you remember who you are. You remember what you do. The only thing is you do not remember your backstory. <clears throat> I will go over to the pile of stuff where the dwarf is and see if there's my stuff is there. Yes, your stuff is there. All right. I'll get my stuff. Conveniently enough. Elias is going to go and take a look at the door. It is a solid wood door. Is there a lock or a latch? or? There anything? is a lock and a latch. I'm going to investigate it for traps. Okay, roll it. 25. You do not see any traps. It is just a plain locked door. So it's locked? Yes, it is. <sighs> all right. Just going to kind of look to see if the other guys are all busy still. Um... They have to tell you, because I don't know what they're doing. Uh, Gideon's still... Oh, yes. Uh, the you tell me what I found out at the yes. body? I'm overlooking the body and making notes in a small notebook. Okay. Uh, roll your medicine. Investigation's better. 
That's okay. <laughs> I got a five. I know he was cut up. You right. He is cut up. Um, but because of experience, you notice that a lot of the wounds are really old. Um, but what looks like to be the freshest wound might be two days old. Hmm. I'll make a note of that in my book. Um, you know, look around the room. Is there dust on the floor? Uh, leading from the door to the altars? No. You can see a significant walking pattern in the room, but everything else is heavily dusted. Hmm. Well, the best I can say is whoever brought us here, it's been two days since they last cut into this gentleman. And based on the, uh, the tracks in the dust, I would assume that they're here semi-frequently, but not too frequently. Has anybody else figured anything else out? Door's locked. <laughs> Anyone who didn't know that I was in there already probably gets a shock as that voice comes from me. Every, everybody has a weird feeling as they hear a voice that they never noticed. <laughs> I, I knew he was there. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know where he was, but I knew he was there. <laughs> I'll carry my stuff back to my altar to get redressed and use my stone cunning to check out the uh, history and uh, details of the altar. All right. That is a roll, correct? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead, Mountain roll Dwarf it. Trait. I don't play Mountain Dwarf. I don't know what that is. PHP <laughs> page 20. I would like to also go over and examine the body uh, that Gideon's looking at once I get all my stuff together. All right, uh, roll your medicine. How do I do that? You roll a d20, my friend. That's it? Yes, it roll is. It. And, then, and then then you add your medicine uh, skill to that number. I forgot. It's been since 86. <laughs> While everybody's distracted, my character's going to attempt to pick the lock discreetly. All right. Okay. What do I add to it? The medicine? Yep. Medicine is three. Okay, so 17. All right. You've noticed that the freshest wound is two days old. The oldest wound has got to be a good month, month and a half. Okay, so um, beyond the age of the uh, surgery, what have they been trying to do? Have they been, did they, did they drain this guy of blood? Did they, like, take out his pancreas? Like, what is it? Is it a human? Is it a torque? Is it an it is a It is a human. Uh, they look like they're just bleeding him out slowly. They, it doesn't look like they've taken any appendages off. It doesn't look like, well, because you can't you see can inside the body. You can slashed and bled, slashed and bled. That's what it yeah. looks like. Stone Cunning's uh, history roll with double my proficiency bonus. All right, go ahead and roll that, sir. Ten. <laughs> it's old. Stupid, stupid dwarf. 
May I roll my lock picking? Yes, you may. Huh. Not 20. Eh, it's unlocked. Alright. What a waste of a nat 20, but okay. <laughs> not not for me, it isn't. No, I know, not for you. <laughs> I want you guys to get that shit out of the way soon. <laughs> so, he tucks his picks back in before people notice. Mm-hmm. So, my mistake. The door is unlocked. Mm, mistake. Um, where is it? I got, uh, 17 to on my religion roll to recognize the holy symbol on uh, Feng. Feng. I assume assume Feng's openly showing his holy symbol. He is. It's um, the symbol. uh, It's an amulet. And on the amulet, it's a symbol of hands bound at the wrist with red cord. That would be you said Matir, yeah? Ilmatar? You want me to say it? Uh, yeah, because yeah, you forget it. Matter, the god of endurance. Ilmatar. Yes, I forgot it. <laughs> endurance, yes. Have, uh, have you noticed anything about the, uh, uh, about the body thing that, uh, maybe I overlooked? They've been... He died from multiple cuts being bled out over a long period of time. Uh, I would have noticed, uh, John, that I've got the cut behind the ear. Yes, you would have. Okay. Um, the question is, if we, do you have the cut behind the ear as well? I do. It appears as though all of us do. Does the dead body? The dead body does not, but you haven't investigated it. No, I my character asked that out loud. Does oh. the dead body? I'll I'll take a look, but you said it, it does not, yeah, so the the, bo- the dead body does not have the cut. Mm. What happened to all the blood? Is the altar all bloody? No. Surprisingly it is as clean as the rest of the altars. Hmm. What are they doing with the blood? That's a good question. Um can I roll an arcana to see if there's some magical ritual that would utilize that much blood? Yeah, you can roll that. Uh, man, 12. Uh, there are many rituals that will account for blood, but you can't pinpoint what ritual it would be. Mm. Uh, Gideon seems to be muttering under his, uh, breath, uh, talking about, like, well, there's this ritual and that ritual, and he starts leafing through another book that he pulls out of his satchel that he's got beside him. He starts leafing through. He's like, I don't have enough information to find out to know what they might be using the blood for, but uh, the altar being this clean, I can only assume it's for some magic purpose. So are we free to go? Because uh, i got places to be. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we should discover how and why we were uh, brought here without us knowing anything. Are we, we start to uh, <clears throat> look into other? Like, am I hungry, or do I have to go to the bathroom? Uh, no, you're not hungry. No, you don't have to go to the bathroom. Well, that's that's bullshit. I have to go to the bathroom every two hours. <laughs> oh, then it can't have been too long. <laughs> 
I am regular. <laughs> <laughs> Elias will step away from the door and give like the gesture to the fellow who is like, am I free to go? Kind of do the gesture to the door. Well, the person who asked uh, if they were free to go. I don't know if there's any more information that I'll be able to glean from uh, this room. We might as well move on. Elias is going to pluck one of the candles down off the wall. Okay. That's a good idea. I shall do the same. Yeah, everyone get in on that party. All right. If, if there's enough candles. Yes, there are plenty of candles to make this room dimly lit. Uh, I'm actually going to take a couple of candles and put them out and stow them away in my uh, my travel sack. I'm going to put mine out, too, because I can see just fine. All right. So, you guys are leaving? We're off. Yep. Yep, well, open the door and head out. Let's take a look down the hall and see what's what. Roll perception, everyone that walked into the hallway. Well, before I walk in the hallway, I'm going to peek out. Okay. Sixteen. You do not see anything, but you do hear something. Six. You don't see or hear anything. So what do I add to the d20? Uh, Whatever your perception skill is. Passive perception? No, no, no. no. Uh, Should be... (laughs) Yep. Uh, it is <laughs> ten. Woo! <laughs> you uh, you don't see anything, but you do hear something. Well, what am I looking at? Is it a hall going both directions? Uh, a hall going in both directions. Uh, dimly lit candles on the walls. Uh, stone masonry up and down and on both walls. Yeah, but it does the like does a path go up in one direction and down in another? No, it's straight. Okay. Any no. other doors? Not that you can see. If there's candles on the walls and stuff, I'll blow my candle out and I'll hand it over to um Gideon. I will take it and put it in my travel sack. Um, I'm gonna try and examine these walls a little more, use my stone cunnings. <laughs> Alright. I tap my ear. And I point in the direction that I can hear the noise. I'm pulling out my crop. Alrighty. Grim's pulling out a weapon. I'm pulling out a weapon. I'm still waiting for that mark, or that roll mark. Oh, seven. Oh, yeah, you still get the same. It's it's old. It's old. (laughs) Alright, well, Grim pulls out a weapon. I'll pull out a weapon. I'll pull my sword. One of them. Gideon? Uh, Gideon's got his quarter staff in hand already, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right, guys. Which way was the, uh, so Elias heard something and gestured one direction? Yes, gestured to the right. Okay. And you can't tell what you heard, Elias? What did it sound like to me? Uh, shambling. It sounded like movement. Footsteps? Shambling almost. Rickety mm-hmm. footsteps. All right. Um, getting louder? Or I guess I, that I would need to roll, right? My yes, you would, sir. All right. Yeah, I think I'll roll my perception as well. Uh, I, I should have stuck with the passive. 
<laughs> I've got ten. May I no. roll again as well? No. Oh, okay. Thirteen for me. All right. You hear the shamblings coming from the left, right side. The other left. The other left. Your judo left. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to be pointing my crossbow in that direction. All right. Um, okay. So is it? It's a straight hall, as far as we can see. It is a straight hall, full. You can see. You can see a wall at the end that looks like it has a elbow of some sort, but you can't tell what direction the elbow goes. And that's to the right or to the left? To the right. And what do I see to the left? A hallway for days. Hmm. All right. We want to mosey on down and take a look around the corner here? I'm yeah, going to stealthily do so. Roll the stealth. Okay. Five would be a 22. Oh. Uh, the, the stealth. Uh, 21. I got a natural 20, if that helps. Woo! Oh, shit, so did I. Uh, so, oh, my God. So I, got, <laughs> so I got 20. We all sneaky. I, I, rolled, I'm not. I rolled a natural 20 and got 20. Then, Free, what do you get? Ooh, ooh, almost dropped it. Oh, 16 plus 2. Got an 18. Well, that's good enough. We're a pretty sneaky group. You guys sneak down the hallway, peer your size, or peer around the corner, and you see a jumble of skeletons. Fight club. Like skeletons in chains on the wall, or skeletons standing there? Skeletons standing there, armed with weaponry and armor. Ah. Leroy Jenkins! At this (laughs) point... Uh, Elias will draw his bow and knock an arrow. He'll look to the others. Gideon kind of indicates to carry on, boys. Um, okay. Uh, so, the dwarf. Does the dwarf have the appearance of being a fighter? Does the dwarf have the appearance of being a fighter? Oh, that yeah. you do. Even if they're wizards, dwarves look like fighters. (laughs) (laughs) He also has a couple of swords and a bow and a crossbow on him. Okay, that's fine. Um, can, so I do have some holy water. Can I, can I use a cantrip? You can do whatever you want, sir. What would you like to do? I would like to use the bless cantrip, which involves a sprinkling of holy water. I can bless three creatures of your choice within range. So, nice. so whenever a target makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. Everyone gets okay. a d4. So you're going to bless your party? I will bless the party. Okay. Or we get into a brawl. Nice. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So which three are you blessing? The only three that are here. Like, I can't bless myself. Yes, you can. You're, you are a target. Oh, okay, well, I'll bless everyone but me. Okay. Uh, the, the good cleric. Flanders. <laughs> 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 All right. By the looks of it, the skeletons are about 30 feet away from you. Hey, that's in crossbow range. Do we get surprise round on them? If you decide to attack, then I would imagine you would have surprise round. 
I All right, will. I'll fire. All Are right, you using roll. a longsword? No, uh, I said if everybody else is using bows, I'll pull out my crossbow. Oh, okay. I missed that. I guess I'll take a shot at one, too. All right. How do I attack? You need to roll a d20, sir. Okay. With a and d4? Then, and then, yeah, and then a d4. 21, and then a okay. d4 on top of that. Yep. 24. Perfect. You hit. Damn right. 16 to hit. That hits. I got a 17. That hits. Oh, wait, can I attack because I used the spell, though, right? I can't probably can't. No, no, you used the spell prior to okay. the surprise attack. All right, so short bow is d6, plus I have a d6 on sneak attack. I got 18 to hit. You have a ranged weapon, sir? I have spells. Okay. So 12 for my damage on the skeleton. Eight for my damage. Okay. Uh, three skeletons are lined up across the hallway. One, one through three. I'll Which take skeleton? One. You'll take one. And you did how much, sir? Twelve. Okay. None free. Uh, eight damage. Skeleton dose. And bang. <laughs> I got seven damage. And Gideon, which one are you attacking? Uh, so there's only three of them? They are only, at the moment you can see three of them lined up. Okay, um, I will go for number two. Okay. And, uh, so Gideon kind of points his hand at the thing and a skeletal hand shows up and grabs onto the, uh, the skeleton. Okay. A ghostly skeletal hand. Uh, it takes seven damage, and that skeleton will have disadvantage on attack rolls against me until my next turn. That skeleton falls to the ground. So, very disadvantaged. Very <laughs> disadvantaged. Yes. And initiative. So, everybody roll a d20 and then add your initiative modifier. I got a six. Eight. Initiative. Uh, is it a skill? No. No, um, should be roughly on your sheet near your hit points. It's your dex modifier. Oh, dex attack. Okay. Yeah. So, so whatever your dex modifier would be. All right. Three plus. And it's a d20? Yes, it is, sir. Oh, yeah. Nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a big three. Oh, I don't go last. Wow. No. Okay. Not free. Elias. Gideon. Oh, damn it. All right. The two skeletons you can see pull out their bows. And start to fire at first one at Nunfree and seventeen plus seventeen plus four, so twenty one. Does that hit you, Mark? My armor class is sixteen, so that's a yeah. Yep. Oh shoot. 
I forgot I was going to have to do attack, so I had to forgot to take out dice. <laughs> <laughs> Amateur hour. Forgot I was playing a fucking game. <laughs> and gun free takes three damage. The other skeleton okay. shoots. And Elias. 11 plus 4, 15. Does 15 hit Elias? Yes, it does. Okay. Elias takes 8 damage. Oh, Elias <laughs> is looking very hurt. Okay. Fang's turn. Okay. My, my turn. Yep. To hit, attack. Uh, okay. I'm going to fire another crossbow shot then. Okay. So you roll your d20 plus whatever it is to hit. Yeah, so it's a three, as I recall. Uh, I got a 21. 21 hits. And Which one are you going to hit? One or three? This, the same one I hit before, so I guess that was the third. Okay. And it's 1d8 damage. Uh, and five. All right. Skeleton takes it. He does not look happy. <laughs> How could he? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, Dunfreeze. Fire on skeleton one. Okay, roll the hits. Eighteen. Eighteen hits. Damage six. He falls to the ground. Elias takes another shot at the one remaining skeleton. Okay. And then is going to duck behind the wall. All right. 15 plus 5 is a 20 in total to hit. Okay. He is dead. Six damage. He falls to the ground. All three skeletons have fallen. You do hear more ruckus coming up from the hallway. Can I see up to 60 feet down the hallway? You can see up to 60 feet down the hallway. Do I see any skeletons up to 60 feet down the hallway? Do not see anything 60 feet up down the hallway. Whatever's coming, it's not close. Are there any other doors? Are there any other doors? Yes, there is two other doors, about 40 feet up, one on each side of the hallway. Okay. Um, so the only person who got hurt was Elias. He got shot with an arrow. I got shot, too. Oh, are you hurt? <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. That worse. Do I... I want to see how hurt Elias is. Uh, Elias looks... Honestly, really hurt. 1 to 10, he'd be at about a 2. Do I need to roll anything? Uh, depends. What do you want to do? I how badly he's injured. Like, oh, that's across. a medicine roll. Okay. So roll a d20 plus uh, your medicine. Okay, so he'll... Uh, 9. Not so hot. Well, it's kind of obvious he doesn't look healthy at all. A lot going to be okay, or do you want to? Do you need first aid? What's going on here? Talk to me. I could probably use a little bit of first aid. All right. Do you have you, you have the symbol? Are you a cleric? Can you heal? Hang on here, pal. I'll help you out. All right. Uh, okay. Um, I can cast cure root. Cure wounds on, okay. which is one action. And okay, what the hell is my spellcasting ability modifier? Uh, as that, a cleric, it would be wisdom. It would be wisdom. 
Okay, so that's... Oh, spell it, okay, three. All right. So 1d8 worth of healing. All right, hang on, buddy. We'll save you, buddy. All right, so that's a total of five hit points recovered. All right. Thank you. That's much better. You're welcome. What's the reload right. time on that kind of spell casting? Uh, as as uh, as many spell slots as he has. No, well, now you're talking Greek to me, man. Uh, as a cleric, you should have a set amount of spell slots to be able to cast spells per day. Well, per long rest. Hey, okay. All right. Uh, can, can trips you can use as often as you want. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, Cure Wounds is a first level spell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just letting him know because Graham knows nothing about D&D. He had, you have two spell slots at first level. Yes. Per and long used, trip. And you used one. I used two. I used Bless as well. Oh, did you? Yep. Yeah. Oh. Alright, so you are out of spell slots for, till okay. you have a long rest. Okay. Okay. Up the hallway 40 feet, there are two doors, one on each side. I'm going to give a listen on the doors and see if I hear anything on the other sides of them. Alright. Roll it. 17. You don't hear anything out of that door. Okay, check the other door. Not as good. You that would be a 13. Don't hear anything out of that door. Which one do you guys want? Door's locked. Now that I'm 40 feet further down the hallway, can I see anything coming at us up to 60 feet further away? No, but you do hear shamblings getting louder. I'm going to try the door. Getting a little closer, or we're getting closer. I'm going to try the door. You can't tell. No, I'm announcing. Okay. Uh, What was that, Elias? I'm going to try the door to the right. Okay. It is locked. And the door to the left. It is locked. All right. Give me a moment. This is kind of dire needs. Reaches into his sleeve, pulls out his picks, and starts to work on the door to the right. Okay. I'd like to examine the stone again. Okay. <laughs> what is it with me and the lock picking and getting that 20s? There we go, 14. All right, it is old stone. None of a bitch. That 20 for the uh, lock picking? You open the door. Okay. Inside? Uh, what it looks like, it looks like another altar room. The body's in this but one? But there, it is empty. Okay. Going to slip in. Okay, you slip in. Look behind to see if anyone else is coming in, too. No, I'm not going in there. <laughs> okay. Shouldn't we just come out of that room? I don't think this one. I'm assuming the other side's going to be the same. Yeah, what's, ac- what's across the hall? A locked door. Mm. I'll attempt to pick that lock, too. <sighs> okay. I told you already once, right? That's okay. You could you could waste them on all those lockpick rolls. <laughs> so you unlock that door as well. Yep. What is it with me getting nat twenties on the lockpicking? But anyway, peek into that room. Uh, it's not a altar room, but more of a worship room. Is there anything of interest in this worship room? 
Uh, there is a fire pit that looks like to be in the center. Is there a symbol or anything? No symbols, though. Okay. Oh. What did those skeletons have on them? They had short bows, rusted short swords. Okay. I thought you had said armor as well at one point. Oh, ratty leather. Okay. Cool, cool. Um... This one looks like a worshiper. How much time do you want to burn here, boys? I think we should uh, hit the road. I agree. The sooner we can get out of here, the better. Yes. All right, let's go. I'm going to stealth again. Okay. That would be a 20. So you guys... Well, are... Go ahead. We all have to roll stealth here? If you, if you like want to, to do it. <laughs> that worked well before. 19. Okay. 15. All right, fifteen. All right, you guys stealth up to the up the hallway into what looks like to be a grand room from what it looks like to be hundred by hundred foot uh, decorated uh, pillars with tapestries, a giant uh, fire urn in the center, and what looks like to be shambles of skeletons. Of what? Shambles of skeletons. Is that the name for a group of skeletons? Yes. What looks like to be maybe four or five groups of skeletons. And roughly how many in each group? Five or six. Okay. What are the sources spaced spaced out around the room? What are the sources of illumination in this room? The giant fire pit in the center. Okay. Okay. Um... Is there a door on the far side? There is a grand door on the far side. Okay, is it, does it look like it's guarded? Uh, yes. Okay. By skeletons? Uh, by a skeleton. Okay. Hopefully you guys could take it. I don't see why you guys couldn't. I have an idea, boys. What looks like to be a, well, world perception to see what kind of skeleton it is. I am not. I am not adequately prepared to deal with undead. (laughs) I got a 12 to examine the guard skeleton on the far side of the room. It is a large skeleton with horns. Larger larger than normal. Larger than normal. I have gotten a 21 on my perception. It it has horns. It is a Metator skeleton. Well, shit. Hmm. Wrong game. Okay, right. I, have, I have an idea. Um, okay, wait. Who knows anything about undead? Well, wait. We we don't remember anything. So shit. No one would know anything if even if they. We know. We know. We we know what we do. Uh, I have I have some knowledge of the subject. Okay. Um, do you guys start talking like right there at the entrance? No, no. We'll go go back a bit and huddle okay. here. All right. And, and we're not we're not talking loudly. Uh, so skeletons see somehow the magic that animates them lets them see normally, but they need light to see, or can they see in the dark? They are dark vision, sixty feet. Fuck yeah, they'll be they'll be able to see in pitch dark uh, for a distance. Mm-hmm. Okay, can they be blinded? Like bright light? Um, no, no, I don't believe so. Nope. No eyeballs, eh? 
I do have an idea, but it's kind of a dangerous one. Oh, me too. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> My thought is very simple. If we were to stir them up, they would come chasing us down the hallway. We only need one person to actually stir them up, so to speak. Someone possibly with long range, as I kind of look at the person with the long bow. If we were to go back to those two rooms and have the rest of the group hide in those rooms, the fellow with the longbow can take a shot, or lend me the longbow and I'll take a shot with it for the longer distance, although I'm not exactly skilled with a longbow. Um, just enough to draw their attention, get them to chase me down the hallway. I can then hide in one of the rooms down the hall as they go past, and then redouble back to you guys. And we can head out through the big double doors that are being guarded by that giant horned skeleton. Or I could die in the process. Do you mean me? Or you, if you <laughs> want to go, sure. Um, I have a longbow. I got a crossbow. Um, I mean, what do you know about skeletons? Are they intelligent? Rudimentary intelligence. They, they've been raised to do a duty, and they will do that duty. So would they stop to check doors if they think they're chasing something down the hall? Unlikely, but it's not out of the question. Does anyone uh, here have any magic that they could make noise down the hallway? Um, I know that there are spells that will do that. Uh, I'm not much of a utility mage. Leave that to me. Okay. So... If you're far enough back when you fire the bow, which I think by the description that Goose had given, um, if you're far enough back, you could fire the bow to get their attention, duck into the room before they even get to the hallway itself. If we can make noise that makes it sound like we are further down the hall, they may run right past us without even knowing that we're in those rooms. Hmm. Can we scare the skeletons? Are they that smart? Uh, they're... They will be immune to fear, I'm assuming. Okay. I don't know that 100%, though. All right. I think we probably need to stir them up big time. So anyone with a ranged weapon should open fire. Maybe fire off a couple of shots before they <clears throat> before they uh, um, come after us. Uh, I've got an idea for a big... Basically, we need to get their attention, right, Elias? And then run and hide. That's, exactly. that's the bottom line. Yeah. All right. I can get their attention. We want to okay. thin the herd before we get their attention? Well, uh, let me get, and then we'll open fire. The problem that I have with it is that if we try to thin the herd, it might draw their attention anyway. Well, if we shoot, shoot a couple times, what if we don't draw them all off? What if we only draw off half of them, right? Then mm -hmm. we're trapped with uh, two forces. We want to try sure. to draw them all. We can shoot the big metal brazier. That'll make a big ding. That's true. Um, I I don't know, John. I don't know how I would describe uh, in character um, the effects of a spell. Uh, you can describe what you want to do with the spell. Okay. Uh, you're, are think, you thinking thaumaturgy? Yes. Okay. Just describe what you want to do with it, and then you okay. can do what it right. needs. So what I what I propose is I'm going to make it uh, I'm going to make it thunder and I'm going to make the earth shake. 
simultaneously in that room. And I can also cause that brazier to blaze up super bright. Yeah, I don't think you can cast it three times to do that. Casting time, one action. It would be three actions. Yeah. So, yeah, you you can explain how you want to do it. Like, okay, I'm I'm able to make the ground rumble. I'm able to make the ground rumble. I'm able to make the blazer do this. I'm able to make this sound. But it's going to take me roughly this long to do all of it. Yeah, so blah, blah, blah. Because each, each, yeah, each, each turn is six seconds. So yeah, so I can, I can cause a big, noisy, uh, distraction slash get their attention. Okay. Alright, stand behind me and I'll cover you. Alright, I've got a shield as well. I don't know how that works in game, but I'll get that out. It works into your AC. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. Alright, so the plan is get their attention. Run away um, and hide in one of those rooms. Majority of us can already be hiding in the rooms. We just need the person who's going to do the distraction out there, really. Oh, you're talking about me? I have a longbow. <laughs> <laughs> the brazier's making enough light that he'd be able to shoot one of them from where the doors are, right? Longbow has quite a good range. Longbow is, I believe, it's a hundred feet, six hundred feet. Is it one six? I believe. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's not going to tell me where the bow is. <laughs> Looking in the monster manual for a bow. Uh, from close to the doors, how far away is uh, like? Can I see the tapestries on the uh, pillars, or is that like you have to be kind of close to the? No, no, it's lit up enough that you're able to see the, the tapestries on the pillars. From the doors? From where you are standing. From, well, no, from where we want to hide. Uh, no, because so where you guys, you guys want to hide is down the back roof. Back up the hallway. Yeah. Right. Um, well, was it? I can, uh, Longbow, Longbow's 150, 600. And how long was it from that, uh, set of do- it, doors? You're about, it's 100 square. Hundred feet? Yep. Okay. Across the whole room. No, no. I mean from the doors, the two double doors that we were planning on hiding on. How far up the hallway is it till it opens up into the big room? Oh, that's uh seventy five. Seventy five feet, so he could shoot into the room without penalty. He just wouldn't be able to shoot across the entirety of the room. That's right. He can reach the brazier and that's about it. Is there any skeletons that we would be able to see from there with the light of the brazier, kind of backlighting them? Yep. Not a, not a lot of them, but you can be able to see the outline of the Metator skeleton that's at the door mm-hmm. and just outlines of the edges of some of the groups. Well, I think that would be our targets. Do you have magic that would reach that far? Um... I don't have I can, any magic. I can throw a uh, a ball of fire that, that far. You know fireball? Um, not what you're thinking. That uh, oh, that would have been really helpful around now. Uh, it would be extremely helpful. Well, if he can shoot it with the longbow, and you can shoot one with the flame bolt, 
or firebolt or fireball or whatever ball of fire, if you can hit that minotaur skeleton, well, well, he's further out, isn't he? If you can hit one of the skeletons with those two, that might be enough to draw their attention in this direction. Then if you can use your spell to make the noise sound like we've run down the hallway somehow, they would chase after the noise. Hopefully, it would be enough that it would draw all of them in the room to chase down that hallway. Or enough of them that we can fight our way through fast enough. Exactly. Yeah. I'm good with this plan. All right. I will ready myself at the door to let you guys in once you do your attacks. Do we have a secret knock? No, I'm going to leave the door open until you come in, and I'm going to close it behind you. Okay, I got it. What do, what do you want me to shoot at? Um, one of those skeletons, and I point down the hallway. Everyone ready? Well, do we need to make a, a big noise and get their attention, right? Well, not specifically. Once one gets attacked, I think it will alert the others. If it alerts the others, then what we need is for you to make noise down that direction in the hallway so that they chase down that hallway while we hide in here. Worst case scenario, it only alerts the one group, and then we can kind of divide and conquer. Exactly. All right. All right. Uh, I'll fire. Elias will get into the uh, room and open the door, waiting for them to all jump in. I will shoot a firebolt at uh, one of the skeletons. Um, left or right side of the brazier? Right side. Okay. Um, so as we're as we're talking here, I will use the guidance cantrip on uh, I guess both Gideon and the free. Okay. So you get E four bonus to your ability check. Mm-hmm. And good thing. The free. Which uh, what do you fight or where are you shooting? The skeleton he pointed at. Skeleton on who? Who pointed at? The, uh, the guy that whisper talk. Whisper talk. So which Elias. said it? Which said it? Because you can see two groups on each side of the brazier. I'd say the left side. Okay. All right. Roll your spells or attacks. Twenty-eight to hit. That hits. <laughs> and three damage. All righty. I got 19 to hit. That hits. And he takes 9 damage. Alright. You can see both groups starting to shamble closer to the entranceway of the hallway that you are in. I'm going to dart in the room. Okay. Same. Yep. Fang, did you want to roll your thaumaturgy for that noise? Uh, We weren't going to do that. We were just going to shoot him, and see what happened. Oh, no, no, no we were going to use the thaumaturgy to make sound going farther up the hallway. I don't think there's a role for it, though, is there? It's just an automatic thing with the casting. It doesn't say anything here, um, thaumaturgy. Ritual, no. Concentration, no. Casting time, one action. Fair enough. So, you hear rumbling the opposite direction of where the skeletons are coming from. As you see your friend start doing his voodoo. And then does our friend step into the room? And then your friend steps into the room. And I I quietly close the door. Probably lock it. Nat 20 on a sleight of hand. 
Alright. You hear the shamblings running past the door. Can I do a perception check to kind of estimate how many ran down the hall? Sure. That would be a 20. Uh, you estimate 10, 15? So that would leave about either 10 or 15 in the room plus the big minotaur. That's who you can assume, yes. And the shamblings die out. Okay. We need to go, we need to go scout out how effective we've been. Yes. Yeah. I'll quietly open the door. <coughs> And I'm going to sneak out into the hallway, looking both ways to make certain there's no skeletons standing around. Yep. 15 plus 5 is a 20 for my stealth. All right. You do not see any skeletons that would have ran past you. You can assume they kept on going around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't see any coming from the grand room. I'm going to sneak up to the grand room area. All right. And I'm going to see how many are left in there. Roll your perception. 18 plus 6 would be 24. All right. You do see two packs of skeletons left and the guard at the door. Okay. I'm going to sneak back to our door. I'm going to go 10. Why am I disappearing there partway through? I don't know why my hands are disappearing in the video, but I hold up my ten hands, ten fingers, and um, then I say, one big. So we've drawn away half. Drawn away about 15. We've got ten plus one. Is that enough? You think we can take them? Um, It'll be a glorious battle. Yeah. uh, Skeletons are pretty slow. We can outrun them, right? Skeletons, I think, are usually agile. Skeletons no. are pretty agile. Really? What's well, called shuck ambling, then? They're not motivated right now. Yeah, they're not. They're, <laughs> not, they're not active. Yeah, they're on a break. <laughs> um. Hmm, okay. We could also try this a second time and see if we can get more to run down. We just might need to be closer to get them to come this way. Yeah, let's, let's try it again. I mean, uh, well, how about this? How, the hall. How big is the hall? How wide? How, how wide? Yeah. About eight feet wide. Eight feet wide. Um, is it better to fight a horde of skeletons in the hall or in the big room? Definitely in the hall, because if it's eight feet, they can only stand three by two. We could also fight them in the doorway here. Hmm. Do the door the door must open out, right? Door opens in. The door opens in. That's just good fire code. Yeah. <laughs> right. The OSHA inspector's gonna uh, approve of that. <laughs> uh okay, the doors open in. Do you want me to draw one of the groups out? Yeah, let's try it again. All right. 
I'll wait here then with the door again. If you guys want to go and take the shot, oh, you probably have to get closer. All right, I'll use guidance on uh, both uh, Gideon and Nefri again for one d4 bonus. Are we targeting both groups or just one group? May as well do both. If we can get them both to run down the hallway, then we can just you do one. I'll do a skeleton. different one. Okay. So yeah, we'll move up and. I'll attack the group on the right. You attack the group on the left. Deal. Okay. I'll wait at the door like I did before. 17 to hit. That hits. 19. That hits. 5 damage. Okay. I do 9 again. Okay. Back to my hidey hole. Okay. As you guys rush back to the room to meet up with the rest of the group, you hear the shamblings stop. What sounds like they stopped at the hallway. I don't think they're following us this time. Nope. Well, there's ten of us. No, there's ten of them. (laughs) (laughs) There's ten of us? (laughs) Wait a minute. Nobody's bad at math. So, if they're not coming in the hallway, you said that they can only see about 60 feet normally, right? And we're about 75 feet away. Yeah, they won't be able to make us out. So, they'll be silhouetted by the um, brazier behind them. If you guys were to go back out into the hallway, you should be able to shoot them again. See if they follow at that point. Alright, I'll get my crossbow back out then. Already at the door, just like I have been. I'm in the room, by the way, not out in the hallway. Yep. Okay. I'll fire. I'm also keeping an ear out behind us, in case the other comes back. So if we look back towards the big room, we can see, like, a cluster of them at the, you know, at the entrance? At the entrance of the hallway, yes. Fifteen to hit. All right, let's start shooting. Fifteen hits. Why did why didn't I prepare burning hands? Six damage. <laughs> I got thirteen to hit. Thirteen hits. I got a uh, 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 twelve to hit. Twelve misses. Nope. Oh. <laughs> uh, I got five damage. Skeleton goes down. Are they moving into the hallway? No. Repeat. I also whisper to the guys concentrate fire on one skeleton at a time if we can take them all down one at a time it'll easily thin the herd instead of leaving a bunch of wounded ones that can all attack us okay Uh, somebody should keep an ear for behind us to make sure those skeletons we already chased down the hall aren't coming back I have been listening alright let's shoot left to right then in the hall or in the threshold Nat twenty on my pass or on my perception roll, so that gives me a twenty six to listen down the other hallway. Okay. Okay, so left to right, left to right, left to right. Okay. Fifteen to hit. Fifteen hits. Four damage. Uh, I got a ten. I missed. Skeleton drops. That's two. Elias hears shambling coming from behind. I give a quick snap, and I point back into the room. Okay. Jack back into the room. 
Same. Do we have time to do it again? I wouldn't chance it. And I'm right. going to quietly close the door and then lock it. 19 plus 5. Yeah, 19 plus 5. 24 to lock the door. Okay. The door is locked. And you hear the shamblings walking by. I'll listen for when they've passed by and the sound fades. Yep. And then I will unlock the door again. Okay. Does a 13 work? Yeah, well, you locked it, so I imagine the 13 will unlock it. Okay, good, good. Um, so unlock, and then I'm going to quietly peek my head out and look down the hallway. Uh, there looks like to be a gaggle at the entrance of the hallway now. A large gaggle of skeletons. Okay, guys, they're all back at the hallway. Do you want to try it again? Shoot. You make the thunder sound down the hallway again like you did last time. Or the earth-shaking noise. And we'll see if we can do this again. It's going to be time-consuming, but eventually we'll get through them all. Um, okay, yeah, so basically we're going to try to distract them back down the hall, or a group of them anyway. Yes. Focus okay. again on one skeleton with your attacks. You be ready with your spell to draw them down the hallway. I've got the door. Fire! All right, open fire. 21 to hit. Okay, that Wait. hits. That hits. 22. Seven. That hits. Seven damage. And we are all concentrating on one? Yeah. Yes. All right, so we'll do with uh, new freeze, seven damage on the one. Yeah. And then we'll go with Gideon's damage. Four. Okay. And two for me. One skeleton is down, and the hordes turn to look. But we're too far away, and they can't see us. If they're not advancing, I'm going to fire again. Thirteen to hit. Thirteen hits. Sixteen. Sixteen hits. Four damage. Eight misses. Doing great damage. Pardon me, Gideon? Six. Okay. Now, it's time for initiative. And this is where we're going to end it. Thank you for joining us for COJ's first live podcast game. I was joined by Steve LeBreton. That's me. Michael, Michael Mason. Have a good night. Graham Brown. See you all. And Mark Russell. Good night. Uh, if you guys ever want to get a hold of us, you can get us at cojroleplaying at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you next week. Good night.